Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the Close of Business Podcast. My name's Kyle Rodder. It is the 17th of January, 2023, and I'm joined in the Adelaide studio once again by David Scott. Scuddy, I suppose all thing, good things have to come to an end eventually, um, and really it was only with a whimper as well, the market flat today. Uh, still though, around eight-month high, sentiment fairly solid. Uh, what did you make of the day's trade? Cautious consolidation. We've got some pretty big risk events coming up over the next uh, 24 hours or so. The Bank of Japan, a couple of big bank earnings in the States. So not surprising, but we held on to the gains. And uh, that's one thing that uh, at this point of the session, at least, that a lot of Asian indices can't go and say. So, yeah, we're still looking pretty chipper out there. We'll see what the next couple of days brings. But uh, that will probably be the true test as to whether it can continue. Absolutely. Of course, no lead from Wall Street last night. They were offline for the Martin Luther King day holiday but i guess a lot of the news well we do have a balance of corporate and economic news today we may as well start perhaps with the economic news because it makes up perhaps two, one third of the third the uh three thirds if you will of the pie that we'll be trying to break down uh, today which is the sentiment figures we received now it wasn't market moving we shouldn't kid ourselves and it didn't tell us anything new necessarily uh, but we did see a little bit of a jump in both consumer sentiment reads from anz roy morgan as well as the um uh, westpac consumer sentiment survey both kind of hinting at effectively well the RBA didn't meet or doesn't meet as we know in January, so they couldn't hike rates and, and you know give us a whack across the back of their head. Uh, so we felt, felt a little bit better about that. Uh, but Scotty, anything that you could take away from those numbers? I, I guess it just sort of tells us what we already know, that uh, the consumer outlook is, um, well, a little bit gloomy. Yeah, and we still have much greater expectations about what may happen in the future relative to what today is, which is interesting in itself. But for me, the most important uh, facet that comes from these two surveys is the one from the Westpac Melbourne Institute survey, and that's around uh, you know, unemployment expectations, what people think is going to happen with the unemployment rate over the next 12 months. And there was a big improvement in sentiment in regard to labour market conditions in the latest survey, which tells me that when you go and cut out all the noise and everything else and you think about the basic principle, well, what's likely to go and sustain and boost you know, consumption levels moving forward? And uh, feeling confident about your job or your job prospects goes a long way to doing that. So for me, it explains a lot of the strength we're seeing in retail spending at the moment. Of course, the key question is whether we're going to continue that when we start to go and see those uh, interest rate increases to mortgage holders in particular filter through over the next few months. Yeah, definitely. And plenty more to come. I uh, got met with a very pleasant notification yesterday from CBA saying that my Mortgage repayments will increase again from February 2, so another 150 bucks. Only a very modest mortgage, but nevertheless, I'm a very modest man, so that's going to be uh, another hit to the uh, Rotter household family finances. 
there's a family of one, it has to be said. But um, let's go to the economic data that we had out of China today, because arguably that was probably the, the biggest news of all. There was, a, I think, temporary rally in the Australian dollar. I don't know if it held throughout the afternoon. I, I didn't check while I was on air. Um, but for what we can tell and what we can trust, of course, Scuddy, which I'm sure you'll point out in a second's time, um, a little bit better than we expected. And of course, not reflecting yet the reopening that we know is uh, underway in the Chinese economy. Yeah, it's old news, it's stale, uh, across the board beat, uh, not really surprising. The narratives that uh, the government is trying to go and convey, both to its people and to the rest of the world, is, uh, you know, uh, don't have to be, you know, Einstein to go and figure out that sometimes you've got to go and uh, look through the uh, the, uh, the broader story to uh, sort of, you know, details underneath. We know that it was a bit chaotic, the reopening. Uh, a lot of people are still fairly scared about uh, what COVID may go and bring. So, yeah, I think it's more important we'll get uh, better data sources and indications to what's going on uh, on the ground uh, with upcoming uh, PMI figures, you know, mobility trackers and things like that. The big one that didn't get that much attention, surprisingly, was that re- uh, the figure that we saw that uh, for the first time in around about uh, six decades or so, uh, China's population declined year on year in 2022. Uh, declining birth rates and uh, yeah, more deaths yeah, and uh, begs the question, uh, will China go and get uh, get old before it gets rich? And I think that uh, that middle uh, income trap that uh, it's been trying to avoid uh, like other uh, Asian markets beforehand, well, maybe it's not going to go and be able to and get to that point. Certainly, uh, yeah, it's difficult to go and turn around those uh, the forces once they start uh, taking hold. Yeah, definitely. I suppose it's careful what you wish for too because there were uh, policy levers pulled once upon a time to bring about that dynamic and now it's here. Well, like you said, it's uh, the race to get rich before uh, you get old and it seems to be perhaps that uh, gap is is widening perhaps. So yeah, I agree. A really interesting stat, a really interesting headline above uh, that kind of data dump that we do get on on a monthly basis there out of China, which takes us back perhaps to the retail sales uh, story again today coming back home because we had several companies uh, with news out today uh, most interestingly and perhaps chiefly amongst them JB Hi-Fi uh, signaling strong uh, consumer activity at the back end of next year but of course almost as uh, we saw in uh, sorry back end of last year but uh, as we saw in this consumer sentiment survey and, and other conversations that we're having with economists etc etc uh, that there's expectations that demand might slow in the future um, any takeaways from from that one Scuddy in terms of what it says about the uh, the Aussie consumer and perhaps consumer stocks uh, going forward it reinforces that uh, when you talk about quality names and quality balance sheets and quality boards, uh, there is a place for it and there is no really strong evidence to suggest that at certain times that's the place to be. You look at uh, no, its results today, also look at Super, uh, Super Group's uh, results that were at yesterday, both are very, very strong relative to what we saw with some of the other smaller second tier retailers that don't know that whiffed. And uh, yeah, clear you know, chalk and cheese when it comes to how they performed in what was, in all intents and purposes, a pretty similar operating environment. So, yeah, uh, really reinforcing that quality names are quality for a reason. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think JB Hi-Fi has perhaps earned that uh, moniker, uh, maybe. Um, But uh, down 0.89% for the day after what was an initial rally. Uh, And it does take us to the stock of the day, which was JB Hi-Fi. Just a bit of a context to lift its first half profit and expect an increase of 14.6%. 
uh, in the year uh, ahead. Um, we had Mark Morland on from Team Invest today saying he was a fan at Rudy Philippic Van Dyke at Bedford Arena as well, um, noting that Super Retail has uh, a higher yield. Let's see how they broke this down and uh, whether it was a buy, hold or sell. Um, I would just reconfirm that I think JB Hi-Fi is a buy, and the reason is it's still on a low PE, even going up three percent today. It's still on. Ah. You know, it's probably sub nine now because earnings have just gone up fourteen percent. Yep. So yep. That, on that, what would that be, Rudy? Can you quickly work that out? Fourteen percent eight on nine point eight. 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 So PE is down to eight. So don't worry about the fact <laughs> that the price has gone up a bit. The PE is lower now right. uh, at eight, and we're showing it returning about sixteen percent a year on a margin of safety and over thirty percent on. Fault for the next five years. Okay. That assumes they continue doing what they're doing, and I don't think you should bet against it. Holden and super retail. So I did right. better yesterday than, than the shareholders in JB Hi-Fi today. Right. Um, I think they're both uh, very good retailers, but I think there's also a message in the fact that uh, at, at 1.9% gain was, was there for super retail yesterday, and there's only a 3% today at the peak for JB Hi-Fi. I think there's a difference in, in valuation there as well. Right. And, and, and super retail offers a higher yield. I think- Okay, there you have it. So that was the stock of the day there, JB Hi-Fi. Make sure uh, you watch back over that episode of the call because it was a super buy in there uh, from uh, Rudy Filipek Van Dyke. Um, so perhaps you might want to tune in to see who he did nom- nominate for his super buy. That will, of course, go straight to the investment committee as a result. Thank you there, Rudy. Okay, uh, just in terms of the other conversations that we did have today, Scotty, any ones that jumped out to you? David Lane from Ormanet, uh, looking to go and cash in on the big Australians' uh, recent uh, share price rally and moving above 50 bucks for the first time ever. And uh, giving a few names out there in the uh, second tier mining space uh, that potentially could go and recycle those uh, those winnings in. So that was a good chat. Also, I uh, know Ben Clark from TMS Capital with buy, hold and sell. Uh, and I'll give you a hint about the buy. It's in the healthcare space. But uh, you'll have to go and watch the VOD to go and find out which one he's talking about. Yeah, we're starting to get a lot of those grey conversations coming through now just about, uh, you know, how do we position push, position ourselves for the year ahead and, you know, if there are possibly some opportunities be, uh, to, to uh, take advantage of uh, now that the markets could be, and I say could be with a very strong caveat turning uh, a corner, uh, you know, where the, uh, the winners and losers might be. But... Scotty, I reckon that should uh, basically do us for the day. It was another big day. We've got U.S. bank earnings out tonight. So Goldman Sachs, amongst a, a bunch of other names, of course, Wall Street will be back, will be back online after that holiday. Uh, also, a lot of data coming out in the next few days. We look forward to some jobs figures out on Thursday, as well as uh, a slew of U.S. data. Uh, and the Bank of Japan, we wait with bated breath to see whether it does adjust its yield curve control program. But that might be um, those those might be stories that we'll pick apart on another day. What do you reckon, Scotty? We'll leave it there. Yeah, the BAJ will be the one we were talking about this time tomorrow. Presuming they'll come up with the decision by the time we go to where that uh, that <laughs> looms large. So we'll keep a close eye on that one over the course of tomorrow's trading session. Yeah, absolutely. They're uh, better at building suspense than Alfred Hitchcock, I think. Um, so we'll catch that decision when it happens to be thrown down at us. But nevertheless, Scotty, mate, have a great night. We'll talk tomorrow. Same to you, mate. Take care.